When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. shouldn't be saying that anymore that was what we learned nah, this week. we can still say it anyway i'm gonna punch in the hyperspace so we can be in the show because i know you're all really eager tonight dude everyone wants to talk about it punch it kevin hello all right hi <laughs> hello kevin hi how are you um uh, we're professionals kind of uh, we got the right screen. There we go. I had to get a screen up so I could see everybody. I like looking at YouTube, Facebook. Yes, Alex Hamlin with the emoticon thing with thumbs up. I see you. An emoticon? What is what is this, Transformers? No. Ah, them we kids established the before the show that I'm old. <laughs> the emoticons. I pulled a muscle in my neck playing with my son okay, this hold morning. On. Hold on. Kevin goes, a chew. Oh, I sneezed so hard I pulled a muscle. No, oh. no, no, no. I already had pulled the muscle. It hurt when I sneezed. Pretty sure you said you sneezed and pulled a muscle. No, no. I I already have a stiff neck. I was playing with Hunter this morning, and I did something funny, and it just, you know, and now it's terrible. But it's why I can't drink tonight, because alcohol will inflame it and make it worse. Um, mm-hmm. So... When I sneezed when when we were setting up, it hurt because it's already mm-hmm. stiff. You okay, ever crack Kevin. your back when you fart? No, I fart when I crack my back. <laughs> Good start to the episode. Yeah, yeah. I Great asked start. him. I asked him a few weeks ago if it was super normal to like burp and fart during a workout, and he said, "Oh, Kevin." 
He's like, now you're getting into the hard stuff, buddy. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Oh, man. What an episode, Kevin. Chapter 10. 11. <sighs> 10. 11. The heiress. 11. Oof. Couldn't remember what chapter on. Chapter 11, The Heiress. The hairy ass chat. What an yeah, episode. We talked to... So we talked about this in the Mando Minute. Chat, if you don't listen to the Mando Minute Friday afternoon, sometimes Saturday morning, then shame on you. Friday morning? It's, all, it's the last two weeks. I, Friday morning. We, uh, we, put up a, we put up an audio-only reaction to the current Mandalorian episode that has dropped for the week. Like, minutes after I finish watching it, I run to my minutes. computer and Kevin and I talk about it. Uh, so if you want to hear our reactions to the episode in 10 minutes, it's a 10 minute long episode. It is Kevin keeps a timer. Then make sure that you are subscribed to uh, our podcast on whatever platform you like using for podcasts, Spotify, I like Spotify. Apple, Apple, whatever they call it now. No longer iTunes, Apple, uh, podcasts. no longer Google play. Now YouTube podcasts, uh, where, where else? Can it, Last FM? No, not Last FM. Amazon. Or whatever. Amazon. Yeah, literally. Anywhere you can get a podcast, it's we're on, there. It's on Last FM. It's on TuneIn. Oh, it is on Last FM. It's on... E-chat? Where else? It's all over. It's I, everywhere. I, everywhere that our podcast provider will allow me to sub, submit it to is where I send it. Boom. Uh, well, this was an episode... It was an episode, Kevin. It was I, an episode which I didn't think we'd ever get. The the random prediction that I said last week, which I said was possible but not 100%, was waiting till the end of the se the season to find Bo-Katan. Boy, was I wrong. And I'm yeah, really uh, also, happy about it. I have to say that I am wrong when I said I don't know if they can make a animated character come to life. And we had talked about we had talked about this I want to say a couple months ago. I want to say Let a couple months ago. The voice actress of said animated character being the actress for the character. Yeah. Double whammy. And so, yeah. And so when I when I said that, like, I, I was afraid. I remember us, like, we were talking about something. And I said, there's no way that, like, it's, it, I feel like it's very difficult to bring an animated character to life in this world and pull it off correctly so that people aren't upset. And. Disney nailed it. Like, oh my gosh, John Favreau, uh, like they just they completely. And uh, uh, who's the director for this one? It was Dallas. Dallas um, Bryce Howard. Uh, Dallas Bryce Howard. She destroyed this episode with just the like. I feel like she took all of her creative energy and just put it into this episode because it was just it was like everything I ever thought. Like a like it's one of those. It's it's another one of those like um, Rogue One episodes where it's just dark and it's full of story. And the action's amazing, and the visual effects are phenomenal, and it was just like it was everything. It was so good. There was and Katie Sackhoff is awesome, and I I have a new Star Wars crush. The, oh my gosh! The Dallas I said we said Dallas Bryce Howard is Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. I always get that wrong every time. Whatever. Sorry, sorry, Bryce Dallas Actually, Howard. I know how much you we love. We should get her name right because a she's the daughter of Ron Howard, and b I. I know she's how much awesome. she loves this show, and I'm so sorry. She did you see? I sent. Oh, I sent it to you. The connection between her and her dad in this episode Dude, with, the Apollo, with the Apollo movie. So when uh, the when the Razor Crest is is dropping into Trask, uh, the shot for shot, scene for scene for about I'd yeah. say ten to fifteen seconds of it is yeah. literally 
a homage, 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 homage to her dad, Ron, uh, with Apollo 13. Uh, If you look it up, it's fantastic. I was like, uh, you know, this will be cute. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's the same thing. I, just, and that's I love how she she had tweeted about it. She had retweeted someone. She was like, I'm glad someone caught that. And I was just like, <laughs> she was, was she like hoping that no one was going to notice that? Like it was I was when I saw that, I was like, I've seen this before. Why does this look so familiar to me? And then I saw her retweet that. And I was like, oh, there it is. That's it's why. So, so, so perfect. So wonderful. So good. Uh, and that was the tip of the iceberg for how awesome this episode was. Some people calling it the best episode in the entire yes. show so far. I, I said that to you. I said this is by far the best episode that they have put out for The Mandalorian. So we... Um, we one thing I loved was the walker retrofitted into a crane to pull yeah, the razor so crest I couldn't out figure, of the I water. couldn't figure out if those were actual retrofitted AT-ATs to be marine current, like, like, like dock cranes. Everyone's um, saying it's either retrofitted they, or it's like another version of it used for labor. So, so there's different types of ATATs. Um, we see we see a heavy cargo um, ATAT. It's not called an ATAT. It's AT something something. At at. Um, it, but it's it's essentially it's a mass. It's a it's a bigger version of an ATAT that's designed to carry large amounts of cargo. And we see that in Rogue One. And so the bottom part of these cranes look like AT-ATs and the top part, they're flat and they have a, a, a crane mechanism on top for lifting, lifting stuff. Um, but I thought that was cool. Um, I, I just did like, you, did you think he that? stuck the landing? Oh, no. At first. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, we got this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought he, I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's like he's, he's burning up in the atmosphere and then he, he punches the, uh, the jets at the, at the last second to stop him from crashing into the, into the ground. And then he tips over into the water. It was just. I like I like how they always kind of open up an episode with just like either it's like a very suspenseful and then they kind of like alleviate that suspense with a with a laugh um, or the intro is always just like really funny. It's just like it's just like a laugh after a laugh after a laugh. And it's they, I, I like how they set the tone where it's just like it's not going to be like really it, it's not going to be just intense the all the whole way through. There's going to be those those ebbs and flows. And I, I appreciate that. So it was. <laughs> It was fun. It's also not Mon Cala, but we knew that last week, and we're totally fine with it. But can we stop trusting the Quarren at this point? Yeah, dude. What the Seriously. heck? Seriously, come on. Like they, the whole come Civil on. War thing in Clone Wars was that not enough for you guys? No. Uh, why do we keep on? And then we cut them in half in the first in the first episode of the first season, and then we try again. What's going on? Come on. Quarren suck. They really do. They're they, they are terrible. They are one of those races in Star Wars that I'm. I'm going to generalize and say they're a bunch of assholes. I know. Yeah, I we can definitely we can definitely stereo. It's 2020. I know we shouldn't, but we could definitely stereotype Quarren into being just assholes. Chad, have you met a good Quarren? No, I haven't. Have there ever been any Jedi Quarren? Mm, I want to say there is one. Yep. I want to say there is one. Uh, Cannon too. Oh, we don't look good right now. No, 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 no. He's probably an asshole. That's true. Maybe in the Wogue Squad, Wogue Squadron. Whoa! So I was squadron? looking at that and reading Wikipedia all at the same time, <laughs> and Wogue Squadron came. Out. Oh, whoa, Kevin! You oh, gonna play some Wogue Squadron later? Squadron with Kid Poco, the male Quarren Jedi Knight. Uh, yeah, this dude, Kid Kid Proko. Uh, he's legends though, because he's part of the Great Jedi Purge from back in the day. Ah, uh, yes. 
the whoa, Jedi whoa, whoa, quad win. Oh, whoa, dude. <laughs> You'll anyway. put your Poe Dameron helmet on and go be Woe Squadron. Boom with Poe Dameron. So, can we, yeah, like, it's, also, I'm sorry, but their, their bisque or whatever the hell they were eating in the little cafe. The after, chowder? Yeah, that looked like. Yeah, that's gross, it looks dude. Like diarrhea. It was gross, and apparently they don't cook their squid. That stuff was alive. Uh, another a, another another alien a reference. We had a face hugger. Sasha uh, Banks's character was eating one alive when dude, they were having their ate conversation. One alive, and the tentacle was sticking out of her face, and she just sucked it up like spaghetti. It was gross. It was perfect for the child. I'm sad he didn't really get to enjoy his. He does. Well, he they does, cut he a, they a cut face away. hugger at the end. Yeah, but that's the end of the episode. A poor kid. Mm. He was sucking up all the eggs because he was starving. Poor guy. He was so hungry. Poor guy. Also, oh, okay. Hold on. Can we roll back to the whole egg thing? Are people actually upset about this? Wait, what? Are people actually upset about him eating the eggs? No, I don't even want to entertain that. No. Okay, I just wanted—I just want to know if that was a real thing. No, no. Okay, good. I I give up on those people. Okay, good. Okay. If if you can spend your time being mad at an animatronic puppet eating fake eggs in a fictional universe where space magic is the overarching story. You 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 are living a great life. Good for you. I'm happy that you made it. That these are the things you complain about on the internet. <laughs> Seriously, <gasps> I'm upset oh. he didn't eat more. I like that person. <laughs> Dude, uh, I liked how they did a Funko Pop like right after. You can buy the child eating eggs. It's Qu- so good. Quarren are a very self-centered and proud species, almost to the point of being xenophobic which would coincide with their isolationist behavior. But they're never really isolated. They're always around the Moncala. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the Moncala is always around the Quarren. Yeah, but the Quarren... Okay, if I remember my Star Wars history correct, and trust me, chat will make sure if I'm, I'm wrong, didn't the Quarren occupy part of the Moncala planet? Yes. Aren't yes. the Quarren not natively from Moncala? No. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Quarren originate from. They originate from a planet called Dak. D A C. Just saying. So who's the problem there? Because uh, they just come in, they start a war. Well, I yep. guess it depends when they came in. I'm assuming they they've probably been there for centuries before that. Anyway, corns are jackasses. Uh, the little the frog people reunion warmed my heart. It was so cute. She just ran. They were. <laughs> and then like they ran to each other and embraced. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah and, and I they, seriously, and then, I'm glad we didn't overuse the egg joke because I was totally about to like while they were hugging, see him pop another one in his mouth or something. <laughs> And I was like, "All right, we're not gonna we're not gonna beat that one to death." That's, good. <laughs> but yeah, they made me I so did, happy. I did like how, at some point within the span of however long, he was able to fertilize the eggs because then the baby popped out. Yes, the little the little tadpole was adorable. And don't even tell me when when he dropped the child off with them, you were like, "Oh God, no! He's gonna eat all of their children, and this is not gonna end well." <laughs> but he didn't. He just sat. He was playing. He didn't even want to leave. I love how Mando's like 
dad instincts just continue to grow and kick in more when you just like you're on your best behavior. You use your manners. <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> it's just like, oh, he's such a dad. I love it. <laughs> so good. Everything about that made me just so happy. Um, he did eat them. That's why there was only one. Ta- no, there was more eggs still in there the thing that hadn't hatched. There, dude. Calm down, person trying to spread false information. You must be one of those Boba Fett was at the end of episode one people too. <laughs> You're like flat earthers in the Star Wars community at this point. <laughs> Good, Kevin. Good. I'm going full send with this one too. Very good. I Kevin. don't care if I'm wrong. I'm gonna go down with that ship. I'm gonna and it's die gonna be on in this a fiery hill. blaze of glory. <laughs> but he was at the end. Look at the actors. The armor. Uh, bunch of sheeple. Wake up, chat. Yeah, Layla said on Facebook, "How fast is the gestation period on those things?" Yeah, dude. He I just, didn't he think is, of that. Dude, he fertilized and. Pop came out a, a little a little guy. So cute. So cute. So adorable. Um, but we we before all of that, um we went with the corn on the on the boat, which was cool. <sighs> now, question. Yes. And maybe it had something to do. Why would they use a boat and not a ship? Is that a we're poor thing? Is that a are they fishing? Were they fishing? Were they, they were fishing, fishing for the mamacore or whatever it was called? No, no, the, no. The mamacore, the mamacore's hanging out in the bottom of the boat. I think they were transported the mamacore somewhere. Oh, okay, okay. That's the only thing I think of. Why would you keep the mamacore in the boat unless uh-huh. you were taking it somewhere? Uh-huh. I really think that they were taking the mamacore somewhere. The mamacore died with the rest of them. Also, real Dude, quick the- for Twitch people, Brittany, Ashrak, Galen, Crazy Cupid, Chef Buddha, Steel City. Tyrannus. Ooh, the Tyrannus. Wow. I feel honored. Thank you so much. Um, the Jedi are evil. That's, I'm sure the Tyrannus would 100% agree with you. Dolph Tyrannus. Um, so we're on the ship, and this thing that looked like chat, it's a vagina so, with tentacles and teeth. I mean, yeah, so the Mama Core, <laughs> we've never seen before. This is the first time we've ever seen a Mama Core. Or mamacore, mamacore, mamacore. Do you know that they come you know, in all different shapes and sizes? So I looked up comment because at well, the end isn't that one again too? Well, I looked up mamacore on Wikipedia, and, and the only entry is for this scene. Well, <coughs> well, the good thing is here uh, with Mandalorian this season is they're just like pumping out all this new stuff and even Wikipedia yes. can't keep and up so with it. And so I don't wonderful. know, I don't know if the thing at the end was a baby mama core. I mean, it looked just like it, just not in the water and from above. But we don't know what it looks like, Kevin. We only got to see the teeth. That's good enough for me, Tim. We honestly don't know what it is. It looks the si- No, you can see the tentacles in this shot. Actually, they look you more can like see- spikes. They just look like teeth. It looks like he's got teeth on teeth. It actually looks like more like how the spider mouth looked on the last episode. No, if you look at the one on, on, there's like spikes, unless that's the tentacle sticking up. No, it's just like, it looks like it's just like, it's almost like a, like a sarlacc pit where it had like teeth. Like a mouth and a mouth? On the perimeter and then like the mouth inside a mouth. It's like an alien, dude. It's got a baby mouth and then a big mouth. That scene in Alien freaks me out to this day. (sighs) Hmm? (sighs) Ugh. 
If the big one is a mama core, does that make the little one a baby? A core? baby core makes it a baby core <laughs> and a daddy core. Is there a daddy core? Uh, they're not going to hear that on the recording, I don't think. But I played the sad trombone sound for the live people. <laughs> um, <gasps> Mouth of the Kraken from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, definitely got yeah, pirate vibes. Yeah, it's I agree. Very, with it's, yeah, it's very, it's very octopus esque. Squiddy, octopi esque, Yeah. Can this yes, show just be where I pronounce every word wrong? I love it. Sure. Yeah, we just butcher the English language. Um. So, yeah, the corn betray them. We know that. But this is where things pick up. Because as soon as that happens, these Mandalorians show up, and I see the helmet of one They're of them. They're not just Mandalorians, Kevin. Hold, please. I see They're the helmet owls. of one of them, and I go, I recognize that. It's not her. It can't be her. It's too soon. Is it time? Did you think it, no. Did you think it was Death Watch? <laughs> no, because the armor wasn't blue enough. Um, they was, have like that sky blue on Death Watch. Yeah, but it was but it was blue-ish. No, because I remember the Death Watch guy was there from the no, flashback. Was there, was there no just glint of of just thought that it was No, it was because Death I Watch. saw her helmet immediately, mm. and I was like, that can't be her. That's not her. It's someone else with an intricately, awesomely painted... <gasps> Yeah. It's her. Oh, it was the night owls. Mm -hmm. So the Sasha Banks thing was the perfect debate. So if we've learned anything and remind debate. us, remind us of this the next time we do this, that anyone that John Favreau puts in the trailer is probably significant, but not that significant. Yeah. Unless for season three, John knows that we're thinking this and he decides to outthink us again. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Um, so Bo-Katan takes off the helmet, and it is naturally Katie Sackhoff. Wonderfully. Uh, she was perfect. There's nothing wrong. She was... She no, was, no, she, she was, was wonderful. No, she's just... She's Bo-Katan. Like, that, that's it. Didn't even have to mimic the voice, because it's, it's her. It's her voice. It's wonderful. <laughs> she doesn't have to... She doesn't have to try. Watching the interview with her, following her on Twitter during all of this, too... Was some of the it was and I'm 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 really being honest, not being an asshole. Like peak 2020, this was a good moment in 2020. Was following her and she was so drunk when it came out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and she was she spelled Mandalorian wrong in a hashtag, and we're like, oh, we don't no. care, Katie. It's okay. <laughs> we're celebrating with you. God damn it. Uh, and then you just sent me the interview from. It was funny you sent it to me as I was clicking it, was on it to ET, watch it. Yeah. Uh, and she, she mentioned that at that point in that interview was recorded, she hadn't even seen the episode yet. Uh, so, but she, she said she was crying. She was happy. Aww. Imagine getting to play a role that you voice acted for probably what? Five years. Yeah. Cause Bo like shows up, I think in season three, we see her for the first season, time. season two or three. Yeah. It's early. Yeah. You meet her so early. Just like, come on. Oh, so then longer than five years. Cause there was a four year break. Oh, true, and then, it, yeah. Um, Damn. Either way, she said she went up to um, uh, Dave Filoni at an event years ago and said, if you ever bring Bo to the screen, you know I'm I'm your girl. And he just said, well, you know, and Dave Filoni-esque. <laughs> and then she said she got a call from Favreau's people and started freaking out because she already knew what it was for. Aww. <laughs> uh, and She's lovely. 
Uh, she said she was screaming at the screen at the conclusion of the last season because uh, Moff Gideon had the dark saber. Oh. She was like, "That's mine, you <laughs> son of a bitch!" <laughs> so, uh, and the person asked, "Like, did you ever think that, like, maybe they killed Bo off?" And she was like, "No way." So, That's so um, cool. yeah, the interview is great. Watch it; she's great. She's wonderful. I am a huge Katie Sackoff fan from Battlestar Galactica when she was Starbuck. Yeah. She is. Probably my favorite character on that show. Uh, well, her and her and older Adama are like a tie for first. Um, but uh, just seeing her get to play the live action version of this was Chef Kiss perfection. Yep. Uh, and she told us. Yeah, you said that it got spoiled for you. That got spoiled for me. You no. said that she had she had tweeted it or she had like retweeted it the night before saying like is it is it friday yet like you you had like a you had a, a hint from her that she was going to be in this episode right did i maybe i don't remember i could have sworn you said on twitter that you were like you saw her retweet saying like is it friday yet you knew that she was going to be in this episode mm -mm. i did see did tweet tim and i answered rahul Kohli because somebody said uh isn't it Dude, great that we're gonna see I ezra don't, live i don't action? think I don't I, think he's going to be in it. I don't, uh, but he's, he is. He he's, has been. He's been doing a really, really good job of of pushing people away from it. I'm like this isn't happening. Stop it! But I love seeing it anyways. It's hilarious. His, this last one though is is the best one so far. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> so good. Says, I love it. I wish. I wish Qui Gon would have just said that to Anakin. Just sit the fuck down. Did he delete it? Oh, did he delete it? <gasps> No, no. <laughs> what a, I wonder if someone was like, "Dude, you've got to fucking stop." <laughs> oh my gosh, did he delete that? Makes it worse. Oh no, what if he actually is on it? What if he is Ezra? Oh no. Hold on, hold on. I'm tracking this down. The only way I know how. Uh, there's us answering. He deleted it. <gasps> oh no. That I makes it. it worse. Oh, he did delete it, bro. <gasps> that makes it so much. Mm. Mm. What if he's Ezra, dude? Because, <laughs> I, I, like you said, I thought That's he was doing wild. a great job of being like, no, you're all crazy. I'm no, not Ezra. Yeah, he's done a really good job about it. So, Chad, if you don't know what we're talking about, right before we went live, uh, Rahul Kohli. Um, who is uh, most recently was uh, the uh, the actor in uh, Blind Manor, the ha the haunting of Blind Manor. Um, he plays the the cook uh, in the show. I, I forget I forget his name in the in the uh, in the show. Anyways, um, people for a long time have been saying like how gr how great he would be as a older uh, Ezra Ezra Bridger. And so he's been very adamant about pushing people away from that of like, no, this is like, that's not happening. There's no way as much as I would love to do it. It's not a thing. And so today, just right before we went live, uh, someone tweeted at him and said, uh, like four more days until we get to see Rahul Kohli as, <laughs> as Ezra and the man and the hashtag which Mandalorian, which is a great tweet. And he retweeted it. He quote tweeted it with the gif of Anakin in episode one in the Naboo fighter stands up and he says hey what about me and Qui-Gon says stay right there but instead it's just a gif and it's Qui-Gon pointing to Anakin and says sit the fuck down <laughs> which is so amazing <laughs> which is so good because like I wish Qui-Gon would have just said that to Anakin just sit the fuck down 
Um, so he, but yeah, so that. he delete he deleted that tweet. <laughs> I I, tw I tweeted at him about it. Kevin tweeted. I saw a bunch of people tweeting at him about it, like just like responses, just like oh, but that'd be so cool. And now it's gone. Why would it go away, bro? What you doing? Has Rosario Dawson said anything on Twitter? Oh my God, no. I don't think so. We I haven't know, seen anything. I mean, we know she's come. Like she, that's happening. It's confirmed, dude. She's on the she's on the box of the uh, Hasbro Black Series Ahsoka lightsaber. Like it's her face. She's one hundred percent. That's that's totally her. So, or it's it looks it looks a lot like her. Scott. She has said nothing. I haven't seen anything tweeted at me. I would I would assume like the, our followers who know how adamant we are, how she passionate a, we are about Star Wars would have sent that to us. She used a Star Wars meme for political stuff, but that's about it. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't see anything. Hmm. She's confirmed. I mean, she was it, uh, Disney Plus India and Disney Plus Denmark slipped and, and let images loose on Facebook or uh, I don't know where, but social media with her and them. Uh, she's on the cover of or on the box art for some toy. I don't remember what the toy is exactly in the Black Series. Uh, it's 100% her as Ahsoka. Uh, and then Bo-Katan obviously tells Din to go to Corvus, the forest planet. Is that what she calls her jungle planet? Uh, I don't I don't remember. Of Corvus, which Corvus alone we can talk about in a second. Yeah. Uh, and you'll find Ahsoka Tano says it by name. Yeah, uh, Forest Planet. Thank you, chat. Um, is it Hasbro art? I thought it was part of Black Series. I could have sworn it was Black Series, but regardless, it's 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 like it's a it's the same box art that they use for like Ribbon's lightsaber. I thought that was Hasbro Black. So it's it's that one. I think is just like we're waiting for it to happen. I hope it's not the end of the season and we get it. Also, like in a few days, because that would make me super happy. Um, I don't think so. We're gonna get another filler episode. We're going to get another filler episode, and then we'll get that episode. Can he get the new ship already? This, we're stretching this out. like, Dude, it is time for him to get a new Razor Crest. This thing is B2 shit. I know some of you the, bought the, the Lego set, and you're really upset that if he gets a new ship, you'll have to buy another Lego set. But come on. Think about the child in Mando, not yourself. That Moncala <laughs> destroyed that ship. He put he literally held that together with, with, with bubble gum and paper clips and some netting. Looked like bubble gum, yeah. So, yeah, it ain't looking good, Chief. No, it's not good at all, Chief. <laughs> Thing is ruined. <laughs> listen, listen, Captain. Oh, this okay, okay. So, so it's the Black Series. Yeah, it's this Black Series Force Effects Elite lightsaber. It is from Hasbro. Oh, so we were both right. Just FYI, perfect. It is from Hasbro. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. Did you know you can actually get two different Kyber crystals with that one? You can get a a uh, a clear one and a blue one. For old and new. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of lightsabers do you think she's going to have? The white ones. You think she's going to have, you think she's still going to have the, the, uh, the, the white lightsabers? Yeah, because she gave up the blue ones at the end of Clone Wars. Yeah, she ba she buried them. I just, I'm just curious. Do you think she still has the same lightsabers? Do you think yeah. she got new ones? Do you think she upgraded? That's not like something you leave on your mom's kitchen counter and like, ah, I my I don't lightsaber. know, dude. I like wearing different <sighs> shoes. 
What if, like, it's Are, gotta do be you an accessory. use your shoes as a weapon to protect I, your life at all times? I'm just saying, there's gotta be, like, uh, they've gotta be like, ah, I'm kind of tired of this one. It's time to build a new life. People gotta accessorize. It's like earrings or necklaces or anything else. I, it's a fashion statement. I don't think that's a lightsaber's just work. Saying. I don't know, dude. I think I, uh, if I was Ahsoka and I've been using the same lightsabers for, I don't know, Lord knows how long. Oh, it, almost 10 years. I'd want to change. She just got new ones, though. Those aren't very new. So you're going to, you're literally going to purify a blood crystal and then you're going to be like, eh, I want something new. Even though I'm one of the only people to ever do this. I'm just saying. What if? Freaking. What if? I am very interested in one thing that we don't have with Ahsoka, and I doubt it'll be covered in Mandalorian, but I'd love it to be what? covered in something else. I want to know what happens when Ahsoka finds out that Anakin died. Oh. And I also want to know if Anakin goes and visits her after his death. Oh, as a force goes. Why wouldn't he? Exactly. Oh, Kevin, that's a very... In oh, could you... Im oh, my God, I'd cry. We I think all I would, would actually cry. Could you imagine? She's like, hey, Snips. Oh, the only, The only... Which, 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 which... Hear me out. Hear me out. This all just came to me. I don't know why. Which, which would completely... This is going to piss some people off, but we've already done it with Boba Fett. May as well keep going. Completely justify a young Anakin Force ghost in Return of the Jedi because it would make sense... For Ahsoka to see that version, not the old, wrinkled, disgusting one that only Luke saw. I hate it. But you love it at the same time. No, I hate that. I still hate that they used young <laughs> Anakin into Return of the Jedi. No, they ruined that scene. But the Ahsoka part would make it a no. little bit more easy to no, swallow. No, no, they're all They all got older. They all got older. Uh, Annie got chopped in half and burned to a crisp. Of course, he looks a little old. Yeah, but how is he a whole person then in the, if he's an old Shouldn't He's been he be, through a lot, dude. Shouldn't he be missing an arm and two legs? <laughs> could, you, could you imagine? Just a floating <laughs> torso with one arm? <laughs> if and we're going for just, realism he's here. Just, he's just smoking a little bit. <laughs> no, but I mean like, okay. So the force goes like to that point then when Obi-Wan died, yeah. why was it old Ben? Why was it old Ben Kenobi and not... Young Ben. George Lucas's comment you know? on that was it was technically the last time Anakin was like fully a part of the light side. Wrong. But wrong. His final act was of of the light his side. His final act. His final act of him sacrificing himself for his son was an act of good. That's when he. That's when he came back to the light. It, that like that the the garbs and everything he's wearing. Like Anakin was Anakin was tainted at that point. Anakin was Anakin was already dark at that point. You, like like halfway through like episode two, homie was teetering on the dark side. Um, so like that whole thing, I hate that argument. Like old old Annie, like the Anakin that died on the Death Star, that is the Force Ghost. Like that makes sense because then Ben's Ben's Force Ghost makes sense. Like Yoda's Force Ghost makes sense. Like it's it's the mo. It's like when they died and they became a part of the cosmic force. And so, like, I hate it how they're just, like, how they threw Hayden Christensen in there because he was a more, he makes more sense for the younger viewer because they went through and watched the, the, the prequels and then they watched, you know, four, five, and six. And you're like, oh, that's Hayden Christensen. And then if you see, like, the original Anakin, 
that was in the movie, like in the original Return of the Jedi, you would like, who the hell's that guy? You wouldn't know. And so I honestly think that's why they changed him. I still think that's stupid. They should have left it alone. They shouldn't have touched it. Um, but they did. They threw Hayden Christensen in there, which makes no sense because Luke is looking at Hayden like, he looks like my brother. This is weird. I hate it. All of it. It would still help ease the pain if uh, he came to Ahsoka like that. I think him going to Ahsoka in like an old Annie, she would know. Like, of course she would know. Like, they can. Like, they have even, a force even, bond. Even if she was like, yeah, they have one. They have a force bond. Two. As soon as he says Snips, no one else calls her Snips. That is that is his name for her. And as soon as soon as she hears that, she would know it's Anakin. So I would love that so hard. Ready for question time? Sure, is there anything else it. in the episode we want to address? Um, Corvus. So I don't know if you guys heard it in the Mando Minute, but interesting fact about Corvus is that that name we have heard before. And the only other time we've ever heard that name in the Star Wars universe, to my knowledge, is in Star Wars Battlefront 2. That is the name of Aiden Urso's uh, ship that she that she operates out of with Inferno Squadron, which I thought was really, really cool. Also, speaking of Aiden, uh, the uh, the uh, character, uh, the actress who plays Aiden in Star Wars Battlefront 2 was one of the puppeteers for this episode, which I thought was really cool. Two more things we have to cover in the episode. One would be the whole part on the Imperial ship where the four Mandalorians, also when they attack the Quarren and take them all out in two seconds, uh, talking about how Mandalorians are stronger in a group than they are by themselves, proving that point. And then they go storm Mm -hmm. the, the Imperial ship. Yep. Which that ship was awesome, by the way. I thought that was gonna be so. Mando's so that ship. scene, that scene of the stormtroopers running down the hallway, mm-hmm. was the scene that I thought that we would have on um, Navarro. Yes, yeah, I noticed. And that so too. now I'm really curious to see what happens when we get to Navarro because I thought that was that scene. Um, I love how they just continuously just like make us think something's happening and then throw us a curveball. There was a, the two Imperial officers were, I don't know their names, but they're both pretty notable a- actors. Uh, the one on the bridge and the one in the, um, the command, the, the commander, area. he looks really, really, really familiar. Yeah, and I they're actors that have why. been in other stuff. Uh, I'm like, I have seen this guy before. Um, and that, yeah, Mando did look, look like an amateur next to them. I mean, they're night owls, so it's, they're night owls, dude. Like, Formerly of course, of he's Death still, Watch he's, too. One, yeah. One, he's a foundling. Two, I don't think he's actually finished all of his Mandalorian training because he's still like he was working on his Beskar armor. And three, that's Bo-Katan. But he also so, had the nicest armor out of all of them. Well, yeah, because his is brand new and shiny. He looks like a rookie compared to them. 100%. Um, so... Dead world, yeah, yeah. I, um, so the, the imperial yeah, cap, yeah. so the imperial captain, we have definitely seen him before. His name is Titus Welliver. Um, he's been in Transformers, uh, Argo, Shield. Town. Um, what else has he done? Law and Order. The uh, one yeah, the, I was like, I, the one in the cargo bay. Pl- the only thing I knew him from right off the bat was that he plays Jim's brother in an episode of The Office. Uh, so his name is Kevin Dorf. Yes. Yeah, he's been in a, uh, other stuff too. There's a whole. He's bunch been of in stuff. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, Where are the Millers? Uh, he's been on Late Night. So uh, there's IMDb. The biggest takeaway from that that I was the conversation with Moff Gideon, 
the oh, whole Long Live so the Empire. Good. Yeah, we're going to take the ship and kill everybody. That was so good. Was you like, know what Whoa. to do. Long Live the Empire. I'm like, oh, this is a suicide mission. This, okay. is, this took a turn, and then he yeah. killed himself even when he got caught. Dude, okay, so how how Nazi-esque was that? That was a very World War II movie where like they pop the cyanide pill in their mouth. It was like Hail Hydra. Yeah, exactly. It was very, very Nazi, very World War II, like, you know, the like everything, the empire and everything for its glory is above my own life. Yeah. And like that, like that level of sacrifice is just like intense. Um, yeah, that was very jarring. I was just like, oh, he just killed himself that's by also, electrocution. That's who's working with Gideon. Keep that in mind. Like these Who? are the people. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. These are, but these. at this, but at this point, they're desperate. Like again, like you have to go. Like you're, you're reading aftermath now. You're starting to see the desperation of the, the, the remnants of the empire. Um, they are, they, are, they are leaderless. Uh, the empire is broken up into factions. It's splintered. There's mass confusion. Nobody knows what to do, and everyone's just trying to grasp for power, and it's wild. And they're really, really highlighting it right now. It's just like it's they're doing a really good job of just showing just how how rough it is for the Empire and what what lengths they'll go to to survive. Um, so, yeah, that, that was that was very I don't know. That one threw me for a loop because I, I don't think I've ever seen something like that in Star Wars where that full on, like you said, Nazi esque long live the Empire attitude was new to me and mm-hmm. it was great for them being the bad guys and the antagonists but it it drove home the point more of Moff Gideon because I feel like that's more of a Moff Gideon thing and less of an empire thing am I getting my point across here like his I, sect I, I, I see what you mean. is he, more he is militant a, than the actual like the whole of the empire like he takes it to uh, another level he, that's he does he, he does he he is uh he he is a an extremist yes yeah um, and yeah, so are his are, yeah. followers Right, and so the Empire, at its very core, like when you okay, if you go back to the height of the Empire and you look at it from like it, it, where, like if you look if you look at it from what they're trying to do, you know, it's it's all about stability and order, and like the core of the Empire and like what people rally around and what they believe in is very very different from what is showcased a lot of the time on on shows like the, the uh, like Darth Vader or. Um, uh, like Moff Gideon, uh, it's 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 all it, it's all extreme levels of of the imperial beliefs, um, and so like this does a really good job of also highlighting that too of just like how insane some of these guys really really are. Yeah, and and we yeah we also confirmed someone said it in chat that that the, confirms Moff Gideon as a fleet. So when we yeah, ra- well, rendezvous I- with the fleet. Yeah, I think we kind of assumed that he at least had a Star Destroyer and some frigates. Um, he had some. I assumed a Star Destroyer. I didn't think anything beyond that because the reason I assumed Star Destroyer was because I'm at the part in Aftermath where they're the Empire's uh, commanders are all arguing with each other. Yeah, right. So exactly. I'm imagining so all, that that's not going to end well. Right, they're all kind of just fighting against each other, and you will get to a point where you're just like, "Oh crap!" Like again, you just really start to see like where the true struggle of power is where everyone has their own each each moth and admiral they all have their they all have their own ideas as to what the new empire is supposed to be 
and they're all bickering and fighting with each other. Uh, Skippy and said so, Moff Gideon's a Palpatine worshiper. I don't get that vibe. I think he. I don't get that vibe at all. I, I think he's more. I think he's more like a Thrawn, where he sees like like Moff I think he's Gideon, a sadist. He's giving me a lot of Thrawn vibes, where it's just like I like glo like glory for the Empire and like everything it believe like what it what it's about and its idea uh, the, the idealistics of the Empire. But I don't think he was ever like um I don't think he was like a, a zealot. I think he was a sadist who sure. found the Empire as a means to accomplish the goals that he personally has, rose to power, and is now implementing them on a whole other level now that the Emperor is not breathing down his neck. That's the sure. vibe I'm getting. It's 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 that the remnants... He's almost like... He's kind of like a Tarkin. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, because Tar Tarkin's the same way. Like, Tarkin knows that... The emperor, like like pleasing the emperor and serving the emperor, is the only way for him to invoke his idea, his ideologies on on people, like right. on his on his region of government. Like it, it like a, a moth is someone who who rules an area, and so like him him having the emperor in his corner allows him to do whatever the hell he wants to do, and so that's kind of I, I would have to agree with you that that's really what what it comes down to. Yeah, that's with that's, him. That's the vibe I get, and it's almost you know giving the Nazi comparison because it's easy to do that with the Empire, but Hitler fell and now it's the scramble for power amongst yep. those those other terrible people that were I mean I, I mean essentially that's that's what the Empire is. Like that's where that's where Lucas based a lot of his like mm -hmm. his his original planning for for the Empire was around or like, you know, World Storm War II Nazi troopers. party. Is there anything else in the episode we have to talk about before we move on to questions? Um, covered the no, frog I think, people. I think, covered we, did all, the I think we did all the big, the big, the big hitters. I mean, we know Ahsoka's coming. We know that we're like it, it's now. Like we we know that the the uh, that Din Djarin is is off with the child to go to go give him off to Ahsoka. Now the big question is, um, this is the last thing I want to talk about before we get to questions is is how big of a role is Ahsoka going to play uh, as we get into the the end of of this season is she going to become a new part of the crew like uh like gina carrara what like uh carano was with um with with her character or like a coil you know like someone who's very beloved someone who you really enjoy seeing um or is she just going to be kind of like a like a, just kind of like a hey it's me i'm here for an episode and then she she's out i originally um, thought these were cameos for a much larger other something else mm -hmm. movies so i don't know after Katie Sackhoff's interview with Entertainment Tonight, I don't I think, believe that's I the think case. Katie Sack, I think Katie Sackhoff and Bo-Katan is going to be, uh, she's going to be a part of the much larger picture. I think at some point we are going to visit Mandalore. We are going to, uh, we are going to defeat whatever is on there and we are going to reestablish the planet. Because they talked about Mandalore and apparently the, the, oh, we, we should talk about this. We didn't touch this. The, the cult he's part of a religious zealous cult oh, the children well, so of the watch i like that she doesn't she doesn't call them death watch you are she she says you are of the watch because they're foundling great this is how death watch is growing their ranks we knew this already they're finding kids and indoctrinating them into the way we talked about this yeah she's just confirming that it is a minority which is yep. probably why the mandalorians that we know and we have been privy to and the coverts that we've been privy to are so small and hard to find because they're not part of the greater Mandalorian society. Right. That they is are all, out there. They are death. 
Go ahead. Well, they're 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 not even Death Watch. They're they're a they're a hyper focused zealot group that has splintered off, and they are they, it's it's a, it's everything that Death Watch wanted to be, and they weren't able to do it. But now they are like it seems like they're actually they're better off now than they were before. Well, I mean, kind of. I um, but like, I think this reveals the fact that we do not have an accurate picture of what is going on with the people of Mandalore and Mandalore the planet. I think we, we for a season and, and a quarter, have been, the best way I can put it this, is indoctrinated into the way as well. And we are believing what is being told to Jin, oh. which is that rhetoric, and it is obviously not true, because I would believe anything Bo says over anything anyone in Death Watch would say. Well, sure, because, I mean, like, she she has... I mean, she she has every want to to restore, Man, like, Mandalore. She wants to put a new Mandalore on the throne. Right, so they're saying, she, don't go back... She doesn't want... Don't go back to the planet. It's just, you know, the Empire destroyed it, and she's like, uh, don't believe everything you hear. Right. Uh, so... Well, do you th- so do you think Death Watch is telling, is telling these stories because they don't actually want... They don't want their their followers to actually see what Mandalore is. Right. They want to raise an army of zealots elsewhere and then probably once the army is big enough go back and take Mandalore at that point. Yeah. And they're still in the the indoctrination. Because they have they they, they they brainwashed them to think that everything on that planet's bad. And it's evil. And so that's very, very interesting. So um Yeah. So there's there that's that with the way. Uh, I think we have been indoctrinated along with Jin, I think that was the the whole. This is the way. The thing. point. I think that was the point up until this point was for us to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. What? Yeah. And we believed it too. How how many times since last October have you replied to someone with "This is the way" and eight other people answer you in the thread saying "This is the oh way"? Oh my god! They just they turned us all into Death Watch followers. We yeah. have all become children of the Watch, and Bo is here to oh. set us free. No. Back to my original point. <laughs> because of that, I think Bo is a long-standing character in this series yeah, now. No, I you agree. Don't with you. get someone like Katie Sackoff to do a one-off. Sure. Someone that passionate, someone who is in love with the character she's playing, and someone that meaningful to the Star Wars but universe. Her, but her character makes sense. She's Mandal- she's Mandalorian. Like, right. Her her struggle is very deep within I, the, within the Mandalorian lore. But I, what about Ahsoka? I like, think Rosario uh, Dawson has been chosen to be live action Ahsoka from here on out. I don't think you, that you means think she's, that's just gonna be, this is going to be like a, she's going to be in and out of any shows. material. Yeah, any material that requires live action will be uh, Rosario Dawson, and anything that's a cartoon will be Ashley Eckstein for that character. Sure. I think they're well, and they have to parameters. keep it that way. It has there has to be continuity between all like all of that. It has to be like if that's it, like she's it. Yeah. So can't recast that i do i think she'll have as big a role as Bo? no but i don't think it's a one-off with her either i'm just i'm my my fear is that that that, that we're gonna pivot and it's gonna become another jedi show and like i just i really hope that it doesn't become that i don't think john john favreau said in all of those making a mandalorian said the interest in the show was creating a character that wasn't a jedi and a character that was vulnerable yeah that was very uh, vulnerable (laughs) 
I mean, that dumbass run down the hallway and tossing the bombs to get to the bridge was... Dude, that was so good, though. It was wonderful, and it was very brave, but it was like a, a, a deer learning to walk for the first time after yeah. it's born. It was, it was ugly, but he got the job. It was in what we call in sports an ugly win. Yeah. That's true. what it was. It was, you know, we, we scraped I, that one out. I really enjoyed watching, like, them using, like, showing off more of, like, their gadgets of, like, what it looks like for them. Like, seeing them throw the smoke grenades and then switching to thermals on their helmet. Like, just, like, little little things like that. It's just, it really gives you an insight as, to, like, the the, the full capabilities of a, of a Mandalorian warrior, which yeah, I thought was really cool. Werewood nailed it. Knowing the contracts Disney did for Marvel movies, she's probably locked in bid time. I think Disney's doing that with Star Wars now. They're just not doing it across movies. They're doing yeah. it with TV shows and movies. And they're saying, okay... Rosario, you are going to play uh, Ahsoka for the next decade. Yeah. And anything we do, we'll pay you X amount for this and X amount for this and blah, 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 blah. So those conditional contracts that they write so they can keep continuity within their universe because they know that's what the fans care about is continuity right. within their yep. block of time. Uh, how yep. many people in MCU did switch actors? I think, uh, what's his face? War Machine's Spider- the only I think one. I feel like Spider-Man's been the one that's been moved around the most. And they're about to explain that one away. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I can't believe they're gonna actually. Yeah, but that's that's talk for another show. Yeah, but but um, War Machine's probably the only other one, right? That changed actors. Yeah. So yep. I think that's what Disney's doing, uh, which will benefit all of us, honestly. Uh, question time, or else we'll be here all night. Oh man, it's already eight o'clock. Holy crap! Lewis <sighs> said, "What does Tim hate more, Anakin's Force Ghost, Ghost or Midichlorians?" Midichlorians. Hector said, "Think they do as good a job with live action Ahsoka as they did with Bo." Hashtag not Boba. Yeah. Also, child, please. Oh, we'll have Come to on. see. It's Disney. Ask, ask that question again when we get to see Ahsoka. Come on. I don't know, Kevin. This is going to be a rough one. Notorious said if he does find Ahsoka, wouldn't that mean Mando gives up the child to her? Any thoughts of him not finding her this season? So There's we don't no the child? way. There is no way. There's going to be a reason why she does not take him. Or it's going to be another one of those like where we get to see where, where, um, where he plans on giving the kid away. And it's just like eats at him dude it's gonna be like episode episode three all over again in season one where he gives the kid to the imperial forces and then feels terrible about it and then goes and gets him back like that's what would happen i don't think that's gonna happen again like there is there is such a strong connection between these two that i even think ahsoka would feel that connection she's like there's i I don't i don't think ahsoka is gonna take him away from mando and i don't think that's gonna be i don't think the child's gonna become ahsoka's sidekick no way uh so no, I think she's busy doing something else and she can't. And I think it's more of an information. Where can I take him? And she's going to be like, well, guess what? Most Kevin, of the Jedi have been killed, but you could take him to Luke Skywalker. Because at this you, point in the comics, from what I have read online, I have not read the comics. So chat is another answer for you guys to solve. Hasn't Ahsoka already met Luke at this point and has talked to him? So she understands what Luke is now trying to do. Do you think she's going to mention at all her hunt for Ezra and or Thrawn in 100%, the chaos. 100%. 100%. Especially if Bo is in the scene or in a scene in this season with her. Mm. <laughs> the question is, the more important question is, less Ezra is Sabine. That's the other thing I'm thinking about. Why wouldn't like, Sabine be what with... About, what, about, what about her niece? Why wouldn't, her niece is out there somewhere. Wouldn't Sabine be with her on top Wait, of it? Wait, that's not her niece. Yes, it is. It's her is sis- it her niece? It's her sister. Is her sister's 
Yeah. Okay. I was right. No, her sister no. is Duchess Satine. Is, is Duchess Satine not? And then Sabine is. I always get confused. There's she's not related families. to Sabine's mom, is she? Are they cousins? Someone will know. Chat saying they're not related. She's from. I mean, she's from House Visla. Forget. I'm always. This is so. The, the the Mandalorian houses always confuse me. Sabine is a Ren from Clan Visla. Yes, that is correct. But isn't either way, Sabine. Anyways, go on. The reason I think Sabine is there is because of the interesting dialogue that is created when he goes, "Oh, you're traveling with a Mandalorian." Like, yeah. Oh, you don't take your you you take your helmet off too. Uh huh. He's. I think he's gonna bump into more Mandalorians that take their helmets off. Well, yeah, of course. Like, Wait a minute, I'm the get, crazy and one. Get, and then he's gonna get really comfortable with it, and he's gonna take his helmet off. Didn't Bo say she's the last reason. of her clan? Bo is the last of Clan Crees. Is that how you say it? Yes. She's the last of Clan Crees, and her sister was the ruler of Mandalore during the Clone Wars and died. Who is who is Boinkin Obi Wan? I don't think they boinked. Do you? They were Boinkin, hundred percent, dude. <laughs> he him, loved then. her so much. There wasn't just hand holding that they were doing, Kevin. Good for him. Why Sabine? Obi-Wan. Because Sabine is traveling with Ahsoka at the end of. Uh, also. Rebels, also, Sabine and the was last the last one before Bo-Katan to have the Darksaber. Yeah. Yes, the same Vizslas from Swotor. They're all related. The Vizsla from Swotor to the Vizsla uh, in Clone Wars to the Vizsla Those houses in, run deep, dude. In the Mandalorian show, uh, also played by Jon Favreau. Yep. Um, the <laughs> chat is convinced with Tim that they smashed. Good for him. Oh, they totally smashed, dude. Uh, Notorious said, is this no longer the way? Do I still follow the way? Which way is the way? I'm so conflicted. I cannot answer. That is your personal journey. Anonymous said, with it being halfway through the season, do you think we will get more than a hologram of Moff or not uh, until him and Mando are face-to-face again? Once we get back to Navarro, we'll see um, Moff Gideon. And we know Kara and and uh, Griefer in this season, and they're on Navarro because we saw it in the trailer, so I would assume it's coming at some point. But he's on a he's on a side quest right now. Which somehow is information for the main quest. Um, yep. <clears throat> Pocket said, "Will next episode be a filler revealing Ahsoka at the end, or will we get her towards the beginning?" Tim says, "Filler." Yeah, I think it's going to be so. We'll get chapter twelve this Friday, and then I think chapter thirteen we'll get Ahsoka. I don't, I don't, I don't think we'll go right into another banger. Someone said Filoni's directing next week's episode. If that's the case, oh, then it's crap. definitely not. Then it's definitely, ha- then it's definitely not a, a filler. filler. If 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 this if if this Friday's episode is a Filoni, then it's definitely him going balls to the wall. Um. <clears throat> uh, if they meet Ahsoka next episode, do you think he will get the ship upgrade from her and get the ghost? No, because no, that's Hera's not, ship. That's Hera's ship. Uh, Ahsoka, I forgot what ship she has at the end of Rebels. Now I'm really curious, but it's not it's not Ghost because you get to see Hera flying Ghost with um, her kid. With Anne's, this week's Anne's episode, son. this week's episode is Carl Weathers. Next episode. Is, oh, I like Carl. He's really good. He's Grief Karga. I know. I just he's really good. Uh, so so Ahsoka Tano is flying a T6 shuttle at the end of Rebels. A T6 shuttle. Prediction from Pockets. Ahsoka, Mando, and crew. Bo-Katan and crew raid ship Imperial Shonen trailer to get Darksaber. Maybe. 
Mm, that's interesting. Oh, that's a real. Oh, oh, what if the at the end the season finale is a is a is a is the raid on uh, Navarro to get the dark saber from Moff Gideon? That that's an interesting thought. Wee 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 wee. Yeah, that's very interesting. Anonymous said, "So I heard Filoni wrote the last episode and also directed episode five of the season. Do you think they hold Ahsoka until the last scene of the season? I'm gonna need no. you to go back three minutes ago when we answered that question, <laughs> even though you no. asked it like an hour ago. Okay, thanks." Scott said, "Was our Mando in a cult cult? Are there different orders of Mandalorians? Him being from the Watch, were the others?" from another order or was Mando sheltered? I'm going to need you to go back when we explain. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, we mentioned that. Um, Ghost said, how do you feel about season two trailer spoiling the direction Mando's going next into Gideon's arms instead of dropping off the kid and taking Bo up on some favor? I don't think it did that. Tim, did you? Okay. Skippy said, with introducing Ahsoka, do you think she will take the child this season, freeing Mando up to help Bo in seasons three and four? We answered that one. Shaner said, can you explain why the Mandalorians are from different orders and what are the differences between the orders? We don't know. We don't know all the differences between the orders. We don't even know who's left, uh, but Wikipedia has a wealth of knowledge. I would say go look through the Legends stuff as well as the canon stuff because they're carrying over a lot of that stuff from Legends into canon. Things like Mandalore the Great, the various tribes, um, and there was different warrior cults and sects within their society. Go read it all. It's all super interesting, um, and any of it could be true is is, is my point there. Um, but it's very, very, very deep history when you get into Legends, uh, and it's super awesome and super interesting. Uh, Colvorn asks, do we think Mando will change his ways and take off his helmet after finding out ab about what faction he is part of? Uh, I think the seed has been planted, so by the end of the season, we will see uh, Pablo do you Pascal. See how, do you see how like rigid and just how aggressive he was to them at first? Yeah. And then they come back again, and he sits down and has a meal with them? Like, and then, that's, him, that's him being curious. And then he got the sass from Katie Sackhoff, and we all loved it when he said, you know, like, you're changing the terms of our deal, which was hilarious in and of itself. Yeah, and then she said, "This is the way." Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. It was wonderful. I love her. Uh, not sex, sex. You perverts, dude! You guys are gonna go to horny jail at this rate. Stop Do you it. think we have to wait until the end of the season to find Ahsoka? We answered that. Holy is it crap. more likely that Ahsoka would fix the Razor Crest, that she would be the only one capable of fixing it? Oh crap! I like that. That's I a, do too. I she do could too. totally fix it. They'd have to spend yeah, a lot she, of time. Yeah. Together. Ah, crap. Grumpy Viking said they are doing a great job of linking the Rebel series to Mando. Do you think they will attempt to link the video game realm with Cal? He would be Cal. He would be about fifty now. Um, I don't know if they'll do it Mandalorian, but Cal's definitely has a place in the larger universe. One hundred percent. He's a he's an interesting I, Jedi. Pa and Cal Kestis is cool, but I think they like that's a character you like is we'd keep to the video game realm. I don't know. Uh, that's how I, I, I just, I, I think, I think his character is cool. It's not flushed out enough. That's why I said not yet. To, yeah. But I mean, like, I feel like he, but he's, he has such a, he's such a cool story to tell in the video game. There's two more video games coming. Yeah. Not like, yet. I, I, I don't think that he's going to, I don't think he's going to leave the video game realm. I think he, that's where he's going to stay. Uh, how about that sect of Mando's that Mando is a part of? The Children of the Watch. Death Watch. Are you listening? They're not listening. 
Do you think Din will have more of an awakening to the idea that the way we answered that one? If the watch is the minority, why do so many other people associate not removing the helmet with Mando? Because they're all part of the watch and they don't know that it is not. Because it seems that like way. The only, it just seems the, normal. Yeah. It's the only because it's the only Mandalorians that seem to be out and about are the ones of the watch. It would be yeah. the equivalent of us all, like everyone in chat. We lived in a closed society for twenty years, and then somebody came in and they were like. You guys use utensils? You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to eat with your hands. Why would you use a utensil? Because that's stupid. You just pick up the food and eat it with your hand. You'd be like, you're crazy. Come on. No. Use the utensil. And they're like, no, everyone else eats it with their hands. Something like that. Uh, we answered that one. Do you think Ashley Eckstein will voice Ahsoka? Said Andrew. How would that work? No, they're not going to use a body. I don't think they're going to use a body. A body actor uh, and then a voice actor, especially for someone as expensive as Rosario Dawson. Yeah, no, that I mean, it would just it would look weird. I don't it it wouldn't it wouldn't flow right. It'd be like the high talker episode, and they can do that with Seinfeld. Pablo Pascal because he has a mat, he has a helmet on the entire time. Yeah, there's three people that play him. Yeah, you've got a guy who does all of his combat scenes. You have a guy who does all of his shooting scenes, and then you have Pablo. And then all of the all of the VO stuff is Pablo. Do like anytime you hear Din Jaren speak, Pedro. Wait, no. What did I say? Pablo. Did I say Pablo? Pedro Pascal. Wait, what am I saying? Pedro. Which? What is his name? Pablo. You're really fucking with me, Kevin. I hate it. Anyways, (laughs) Pedro Pascal is his name. (sighs) Pedro Pascal. Whenever he speaks, oh my god. The guy who plays the Mandalorian, Peter. whenever he does his bo, he's in a booth. Paul. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. It's Pedro Pascal. It's because I was wonder if it's because I was playing Cold War today and it, and Pablo Escobar's in there a bunch. It's <laughs> probably why. Do you smell toast <sighs> right now? Apoc wants to know. Probably, dude. It's been a <laughs> this long is it. day. I've uh, had I've had my I've had my whiskey today. I'm good. Going down the list. I would think Ahsoka could tell Jin about what happened to Mandalore during season seven and the purge. Yup, which coincides with Caleb's question. Do you think Ahsoka would recognize Baby Yoda similar to Master Yoda? Yup. We are talking download of information when they meet each other. Mm-hmm. She is going to blow his damn mind with what she's got in store for him. Caleb, you asked like the same question different worded differently twice. Um, can we please see live action Thrawn this season? I don't think so. We've already been wrong, so maybe we'll be wrong again. I don't see it how it fits into the story, though, Tim. Thrawn, live action. That's a no. No, not yet. Do you think Bo will learn Gideon is after the child and help Mando? Yes. I mean, yeah. Um, no, I like. I don't. I don't want to get into Thrawn because like we've talked about it so much already, as to like why he wouldn't show up in live action yet. You don't want. I, th- I think if any, I think four-page if dissertation th- on it. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like if anything, we'll get a nod or a mention. Maybe, maybe Gideon will will talk about him at some point. But 
again, like everyone, everyone's struggling for power. And, and everyone, and like uh, we talked about, someone had brought it up at some point that like was the end of Rebels staged by Thrawn so that he could go back to the Ascendancy without the Emperor finding out. And Thrawn making himself lose a battle. I'm getting into it when I didn't want to. Thrawn, Thrawn throwing a battle makes way more sense than Thrawn losing a battle. Thrawn doesn't lose. Thrawn, Thrawn, like, Thrawn never lose. The only time Thrawn has lost when, it, like, the Force literally, like, came into play. That is the only time Thrawn has ever lost a fight. That is the only time Thrawn could not foresee, the, like, how a battle would go was because a freaking force, like, a, a massive force user literally made a planet just go haywire on him. And, and it threw everything out of whack. Um, so for Thrawn, I feel like Thrawn would have seen something like that coming. And so I feel like Thrawn is back with the Chiss. I just don't, I don't see him coming in the Mandalorian. That's just too much. Like you're, you're adding, you're adding too much flavor to the, to the soup. Too much of a fan service, in my opinion. What if I like a lot of flavor in my soup? Oh, God damn it, Kevin. Chat, that's going to do it for us for this week's episode <laughs> of Star Wars and Scotch. Episode four is on Friday, was... which signifies the halfway point of season two. Man, is it really halfway, huh? Mm. Wow. What are we going to talk about after? <laughs> you say that every week, and there's <gasps> always something Yeah, what are we going to talk about, about after Mandalorian's over? Uh, the Star Wars uh, Lego Christmas special is tomorrow, so Tim and I will talk about that next week alongside of uh, episode four. Oh, that'll be fun. You know, Can watch we watch that with... in VR? You want to watch it together in VR and the thing? That'd be fun. Chat, Tim and I found this app on Oculus where we can literally sit next to each other's avatars and chat and watch movies in a home theater or a movie theater or a campfire. It's really cool. Maybe we'll like randomly pick a few people and have them watch it with us. No. Nope. All right. No. You. It's just me and Tim. Sorry, Chad. I like you. I don't like you that much. You. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, sorry. Sucks to be you. Uh, <laughs> I have to try the capture card trick, too. I haven't tried it yet. Um, cool. Well, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for being a part of Star Wars and Scotch. I'm going to send us to hyperspace here as we uh, we get out of here. Uh, he's Tim. He's fb.gg slash darkness429. You can catch him hey. most mornings right there. Me. Uh, and I'm Kevin. You can find everything I do at rarejob.co because I'm the CEO of the company, mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling and laughing. I'm, I'm not really that aggressive. Uh, but we appreciate you. We appreciate all the support. All the holiday items for Kings Coast are out. Go to kingscoastcoffee.com and get them because they it. will not be there for long. And shipping this year is a mother. So yes. get them as soon as you can. Please get holiday your cocoa bundles, now. Cocoa. The whole nine yards. Uh, we have a really, really cool promotion coming for the holidays, and you might want to keep an eye on Black Friday, Cyber Monday stuff as well. Cool. You Sick. all have a fantastic evening, and Tim and I will see you next Monday. But remember, Friday's the Mando Minute, so if you watch the episode and you need that to soak for 10 minutes, pop the Mando Minute on. It's on the same feed as Star Wars and Scotch on your audio podcast. 
As always, may the force be with you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.